Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 8, 8, 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Wednesday, October 26th. Thank you guys so much for joining us as we get things going here on this Wednesday morning. Good morning. There's the voice we missed yesterday. My friend, how are you? Uh, we missed you yesterday. How are you doing this morning? Uh, Fantastic. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you doing this morning? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm fantastic. I'm great as well. I, nobody wants to hear when you're feeling crappy. Stop, so stop, I'm stop. just not going to. No, 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 no. I, I, I am care not. care about you. No, I, all is good. You know, I'm hanging in there. Still still sick, but um, I am doing my best to get through it. So, yeah. They, I'm sorry. Left you guys kind of in a lurch yesterday. No, but yeah. no, no. I'm, you know what I was puzzling me the most this morning is I come in here to my studio and my um, computer is logged in to my stuff. And I'm like, who logged me in? Like, because I always log out when I leave. Yeah. And so I'm like, does that mean someone has my password? Like, what is it going was actually on? on it's funny because I was walking out of this, this studio and you were walking in. I saw you walk in and I saw you just stop in your tracks. Like, I was just like something caught you off guard. in Yeah. That studio. Who opened this? Like now I'm really confused now. So obviously someone has my my password to log in. So that's not great. That's, but yeah. that's really, really weird. Do engineers have all of our passwords to log into everything? And why would they log in? Your yeah, staff. why do they need to to get in there? I'm I, so that's what yeah that's what's kind of perplexing me this morning. But um, other than that, all is good here on my end. Just trying to figure out. I'm kind of running late this morning. It was a, <laughs> there was stuff to get in here. For, for, <laughs> Which for also, me. it's like it's nice sleeping weather too. When it's cold outside, last night was the first night. I I run my AC at night. I just like it to be really really cold. And I set it at 67 at night. That's that's my go-to temperature in the house. That's how Laura and I like it, 67. Last night when I went to go to bed, uh, she's out of town. The, the temperature upstairs was at 68. Oh, geez. Because I guess, you know, it, it warmed up a tad bit during the day. But then as the night started to cool down, it cooled down last night. And so last night was one of the nights where I still set it at 67. So it was on for maybe 20 minutes. But woke up this morning and it dropped down like 65. So 
Last night was the first night where the outside temperature made it cooler in the house than the actual AC temperature. Yeah, we turned our heat on um, two days ago because it was getting really cold, especially on one side of the house. It gets a lot cooler than the other. So um, we turned that on. And then this morning I pulled out a jacket. I was like, it's it's too chilly. I'm going to have to start going for the jackets. And I don't know if this is going to change, if this is temporary. But yeah, I I was like, we're not going in without some protection this morning. (laughs) Especially with the AC and how they run things here at this radio station yeah. it's hot it's cold you never know what you're what you're walking into when you turn the heat on for the first time did you get that burning dusty smell that you get when you turn the heater on i didn't notice it i usually do but and i did not i did not notice it this time but maybe because um i was just so cold i was like uh, <laughs> tuning everything out but uh yeah it's just it's crazy this morning driving in i was like 51 degrees and i'm like oh here we are i don't know i guess we get spoiled huh yeah we really do and all of a sudden i do feel like it's, it's a switch all of a sudden like we go to last week, two weeks ago, it's just perfect. And all of a sudden it, it feels cold to me. I know it's not that cold compared to the rest of the country in certain parts of the world, but it just, it felt cold to me. And then we have a fireplace, a gas fireplace. I never turn that thing on because he turned that thing on. And all of a sudden it's in our family room and that family room gets so hot, but the rest of the house stays cold. So we have a fireplace that it looks nice, but it just puts out way too much heat. I, uh, I love turning on our fireplace. My husband says the same thing as you. He's like, it just makes it way too hot in here. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't, uh, do, you, do I look like I care? I love this. And he, so he, you know, I'll, I'll keep it on for like 15 minutes till it gets nice and toasty. And then he uh, is like, can I turn this off now? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. I love how we can just turn them on, turn them off. Because growing up, we had a fireplace. It's still my parents still do, but it, it's a regular fireplace, and we just have to go outside, get the wood, bring the wood in, put some newspapers underneath there, or have that starter log, and open up the the flume thing so the smoke can go out. If you didn't open it, the house would start to smoke up, and if the wood was wet, it would still smoke. It was a process making a fire growing up. Yeah, now it's a flip of a switch, no. and then you're good to go. It's really I'm complaining nice. about it. I know. We still find it. I mean, we can always find something to complain about. Yes, we can. We well, we are excited to get things going. We have so much going on this morning. It is Wednesday. We've got your key to the killers. Make sure you are listening. It, it, right around 820, we are going to give you the killers keyword today so you can win tickets to check them out for this VIP experience for F1 coming to town. It's going to be so cool. We also have your Elton John tickets to give away. We've got uh, what, 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 what am I missing? Here? Two what truths I... and a lie coming up at 630. Are yes. you ready for that? Uh, no, I'm not. Same, I, same. But I will have something ready for that. Yeah, a lot going on. So stick around We've got uh, the pre-show. You pick them, though, to kick things off this morning. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Video Kill the Radio Star by The Buggles? Video Do you want to hear Livin' La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin? I Know You Want Me by Pitbull. Those are your choices. You can get your votes in now. All you got to do is tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or just text or call us at 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. You know I want to, want to, I know you want me, you know I want to. <laughs> one, two, three, four, uno, dos, tres, 
It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Avril Lavigne has bowed out of this weekend's When We Were Young Festival. No details of why she has, has bowed out this weekend, but that, that's Saturday. They did replace her with Death Cab for Cutie and Under Oath have been added to replace her. But So last Saturday, it was out of their control, but those wins canceled last Saturday. And I think it was actually still kind of cool what they did with all the bands you know, moving around town, putting on free shows. So now going into this weekend, we won't have Avril Lavigne on Saturday. I wonder if it had to do with a haircut she got. Did you see that? No. What happened? So, like, it looked like she was backstage for when we were young, or I don't know, maybe it was somewhere else. But um, uh, is it was it her husband? Like, she was sitting there, and she's like, "Oh, I need alcohol for this," and he just like chopped her hair off. Did he really? And, like, I thought it was her husband. Where did I see that? He took a lot of it off too. Uh, not a ton. I mean, it, it's a lot shorter than before. I want to say it was on our Odyssey. Um, that Odyssey tweeted that. Uh, but yeah, like he just chopped it and she was like, oh my gosh, I need a beer for this. And uh, then off it went. So yeah, I got to find it. Uh, but oh yeah, here it is. Uh, it's uh, If you follow Odyssey online, she, he just chopped her hair off. chopped it off. Yeah. So I don't know if that had anything. She to doesn't do like, yeah. It. Hey, we all had those bad hair days. You don't want to leave the house. She doesn't want to perform on Saturday. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I like the new look. I like it. it lo- it's like a blunt I mean, it's not done professionally by any means, but it, once she gets it cleaned up, I think it'll look good. I think it'll look pretty good. Well, she's out this weekend, so uh, but the festival itself is still taking place. Plenty of acts happening on Saturday. Now, in his new memoir, Matthew Perry, he goes into detail about his struggle with addiction, his long, expensive road to sobriety. We mentioned that he spent nine million dollars trying to get sober, and he also goes into detail about how. He really doesn't like Keanu Reeves. He has a hatred for the guy. He actually disses Keanu Reeves twice in the book, both times when he's talking about a friend who died. So the first is River Phoenix. Matthew starred with River Phoenix in the 1988 movie, A Night in the Life of Jimmy Reardon. And he said, quote, River was a beautiful man inside and out and too beautiful for this world, it turned out. It always seems to be the really talented guys who go down. Why is it that the original thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die, but Keanu Reeves still walks among us? That's rude. He hits him again uh, while talking about the death of Chris Farley, who he starred with in a, in a 1988 comedy called Almost Heroes. I think it was actually 1998 when that came out. But anyway, he says, quote, I punched a hole through Jennifer Aniston's dressing room wall when I found out Keanu Reeves walks among us. So that's twice he disses Keanu Reeves when talking about someone that died. Kind of alluding to maybe it should be Keanu Reeves that went. What does he have against him? He just, the Keanu Reeves seems like the nicest man ever. That's all you hear. Good stories about Keanu Reeves. Huh. There's no, he doesn't go into any more detail of why he has his hatred for, for Keanu Reeves, but it's out there. And that book comes out on November 1st. We're kind of weird on time, so we have to wrap up the dirt there. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1725. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Wednesday. It is October 26th. It's 6 o'clock a.m. And thank you guys so much for joining us as we uh, hit that hump right in the middle of the week. 
Uh, it's good. Missed you guys yesterday. I was out sick yesterday. I'm glad to be back. Uh, how was everything yesterday? It was good. Yeah, everything was fine. It was a, it was a smooth day. You were missed. There were many times that I would start the break and I would turn on your microphone. I'm like, wait, she's not here. Ah. So I ended up putting tape on top of it to remind me that she's not here. <laughs> and it did sad in my heart to, to I always look up and I see you and see your studio lit up. And it was a dark studio. I'm like, ah, my pal's not here today. But she'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> well, here I am. It's so funny, though. I did get a uh, an email about the show yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought this was hilarious. And I, I wanted to know if you wanted to comment on yes, it. Yes, go on. It says, it's been 13 hours since the Henry Cavill best Superman topic. JC said Ben Affleck was his third favorite and did a great job as Superman. He was Batman in the same movie with Henry. Had bugged me all day, needed to get it off my chest. I hope you healed from your illness. Steph, would you like to uh, <laughs> respond that, to that? Was that an issue yesterday? It was not an issue because no. he was he did play Superman. He did, he did. He played him in two thousand was it six? Yep. In Hollywoodland. I, I oh, so that was it. Hollywoodland was your favorite. Oh my ben god, Affleck. it was insane. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. I just googled it. I just saw that. I I I was like, what? I never saw him as uh as I Superman. believe he got an Oscar nomination. Did he? Yes. I, oh, wow. Or was it a Razzie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't give out this bad information, but that sounds like this is good information. I, it was from a story I got who had all the, had all the uh, Supermans listed, and then I saw that afterwards. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, he was, wasn't he someone else, not Superman? That was so funny. Um, th- that was, uh, yeah, they wanted to remain anonymous, but I... Uh, <laughs> well, we got some text I'm messages. Like, that was the oh, uh, 7 o'clock oh, okay. hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> funny. I was like, oh, I, I checked my email email and the uh the topic is must address <laughs> i was like what's going on yeah, oh we my were, gosh we were talking about in the dirt and then uh, yeah the text line was lighting up but he did play he did play superman at one point so that's probably where the article was going with yeah. it. i'm thinking of the most recent stuff and i'm thinking of batman but they were referencing his because they had a, i didn't realize nicholas cage was superman at one point i'm trying to think of the other ones they had in this article because i don't know if nicholas cage was auditioning for a, a bigger role with superman but it's like i think he voiced him or something so they had all these guys that have played Superman. And some of them, I'm like, he did Superman? But it was the small little parts or voicing something as Superman in a cartoon. So he was on the list. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking Batman, but uh, they're talking Superman in that movie. Yeah, so. sometimes you mix up the people. But it sounds like, I mean, there was some truth behind it. So there you go. Now there's their answer, Anonymous. <laughs> yes, it was truth. I just got which roles confused when we were talking about I'm like, yeah, he was great as Superman. I'm thinking of the whole Batman thing. But That's anywho. great. Anyway, yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, I wasn't able to listen yesterday. Uh, I was kind of down and out i i did run out and go to the doctor and i i think i've i know i've talked about a million times like i'm obsessed with filling my rings i've filled my movement rings for like 900 and some days and i'm like this is not going to be the day that i lose my streak so as i go to the doctor i turn on my ring i'm like hey it's counted as movement it's like i'm moving yeah i'm my heart rate is up because i'm not feeling well so i was i was like i don't know is that considered cheating turning on your your move when you're just going to the doctor but i was sweating i was hot it was i was moving it wasn't like i was just sitting there i i was actually doing something i know i think you're you're moving Okay. You're physically moving, especially in a day when you're not feeling 100%. How many days do you have? Are you higher than uh, Phil Kessel with his record of 990 games? Are you higher than 990? I Are you know. the iron woman of filling the rings? 949 days. You'll catch him. Yeah. You'll well, catch him. I mean, it, it depends on that. Oh, yeah, I guess eventually I will catch him because yeah, I don't have a game every day. Not a game every day, so yeah. you'll pass him. You'll be the new Iron Man. Oh, man. And then last night, I, I still hadn't hit him because I didn't do much yesterday. Uh-huh. So I turned it on, and I just walked around the house. <laughs>
like I gotta hit this. But that's but that's the beauty of this thing. If you didn't have a, a rain to fill, you wouldn't be moving around your house. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Otherwise, I would have just been laying on my butt like I did most of the day <laughs> yesterday. Well, well-deserved butt laying yesterday. You need to rest up, my friend. On today's show, we have a lot going on, including those tickets to go see Elton John. He's going to be here Tuesday at Legion Stadium. This is his final tour, his farewell tour. We've got your tickets at 825, plus those tickets to go see Muse at 740. We've got two truths and a lie happening this hour around 630. And then up next, we have what's trending. What do you got for us? Yet another Easter egg from Taylor. How you can win prizes for sitting in the middle seat on a plane. And if you know a bad snorer, now is your time to capitalize on it. That's coming up next in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Taylor Swift is trending yet again. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's so, me. first of all, this song has been stuck in my mind for like ever since it came out. Like so I, can't, I can't get it out of my head to the point where it's it's upsetting me. <laughs> All night, I'm like laying there thinking, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Like, oh my gosh. Maybe it just hits too close to home. I don't know. But anyway, um, Swifties are pretty good sleuths and they've gotten really used to her Easter eggs and they believe she has given uh, them some spicy information in one of the songs on Midnight. So fans think that the song called You're On Your Own Kid reveals the name of Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds' fourth kiddo. And they say that her name will be Daisy May or May. So how did they figure it out? Well, Taylor has revealed the name of one of Lively's unborn children before, in and the song in question includes the line, So Long, Daisy May. So... They're saying that's a clue. That's that's what's going to happen. That's it. We'll see if they're right. I don't know. They're 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 usually right, but we'll see. Do you think she works out in advance all these little Easter eggs that she wants to get in on the album? Because oh my gosh, okay, you know what? I want to talk about Blake's kid's name. What's your kid's name going to be? Okay, let me see how I can work that into a song 100%, on my album. I believe that they do that. I think she is so calculated. That she has, like, yeah, I think, and there's, I bet there's so much that we miss. Just we're not as as calculated as oh, she yeah. is. Oh, yeah, and go back to past albums, too. There's probably something on, on the album's past that we didn't catch up on that someone will eventually discover, like a buried treasure, and someone's going to find it in, in years to come. Yeah. She's the mastermind of this stuff. It's, it's really crazy. So that is trending this morning. Also trending this morning is Virgin Australia. Now, most of us, let's be honest, do not like sitting in the middle seat on a plane, right? A recent poll asked people if they had their choice, which seat would they choose? And only 3% said that they would be fine with the middle seat, which is 3% too many, let's be honest. So You're talking, pick any seat you want, and 3% are like, yeah, yeah, give me that one right there. Well, it says that they'd be fine with it, so I don't know what that means. Like, okay, if I'm sitting next to my husband, I guess I'm fine with it. But if I get to choose any seat, I am not picking the middle seat. There's no way. Yeah, when we fly, when Laura and I fly together... I'll give her the aisle and I'll, I'll get the middle seat. And it, having her next to me is nice. Like I lean into her. So I do have a little extra room, but I've been on some Southwest flights where I've got there late and the only seat is a middle seat. And you know, there are two strangers next to you. You got to sit there all tight. You can't stretch out. You can't relax. You're fighting for the elbow space and the, the arm armrest space. It's tough. When we, when it's just my husband and I flying, we both sit aisle next to each other. 
It's perfect. That's smart. Yeah, it's perfect. Well, anyway, so the big issue is that there are no perks of a middle seat, but one airline is trying to change that. Virgin Australia is trying to make the middle seat more appealing by launching a lottery with $230,000 in prizes for people who fly in the middle seat. Like We're talking about like things like a Caribbean cruise, free flights, tickets to soccer games. Uh, the promotion is running for the next six months only in Australia for now, if you fly in a middle seat on Virgin Australia operated domestic flights, all you have to do is opt in to the lottery in the app within two days of your departure. For what it's worth, the CEO of Virgin Australia says she loves the middle seat because it gives her the chance to meet two people on a plane, not just one. Oh, you're lying. That's my a, nightmare. Yeah. What a lie. <laughs> Don't lie. I mean, oh, please. This is wonderful. I get to meet two of you instead. How often is she flying in the blah, middle seat, too? Blah. You're the CEO of Virgin? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and then finally, this morning, Mattress Firm is trending. So the company is on a nationwide search for the worst snores in America, and they are offering significant discounts on beds as part of their snore discounts and worst snore giveaway. So if you want to get entered in this, the company is asking people to take a TikTok of their snoring partners and then use the hashtag snore discounts. And anyone who wants the chance for the discount, you have to post the video by November 4th and then Mattress Farm will reward the worst snorer with a free mattress. And that is what's trending. Okay, here we go. It's time for Heads Up, early edition here. So we want caller 20 at 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing Heads Up, and this is a special prize. Yeah, we are giving you a $200 gift card to Blue Point Medical Spa. They have their big open house on Friday. We're talking like 10% off their their holiday menu, which is already their lowest prices of the year. And you will have $200 to spend there. Uh, also, food, drinks, it's going to be really fun. So all you got to do is be caller 20, pick your category, pick your partner, get six answers in 60 seconds, and you win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, we have our contestant, Heather. Good morning. You ready to play Heads Up? I am. All right, let's do this. Okay, you have this $200 gift card for Blue Point Medical Spa on the line. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Mother Nature, Slithering Snake, or Around the World? We'll do Mother Nature. Mother Nature, it is. Clean Up Earth Day is on... Saturday, or was this past Saturday? So these are all things you would see in nature. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner? We'll do JC. All right. All right, Heather, here we go. We got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you'll get that gift card to Blue Point Medical Spa. And Mercedes got the controls? Yes, already. We start now. This is the big body of water. Ocean. Yes. We have this uh, in Boulder City, the Hoover. Damn. Yes. This is um, water surrounds this. Hawaii is this. Island. Yes. You might fall uh, um, on a mountain. You might fall off of a what? You're, 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 the, the edge of a, a cliff? Yes. The, like a safari goes into this area. There's there's kind of like. Desert? What's that? A desert? No. Um, there's tropical trees and snakes and uh, maybe monkeys and Oasis. stuff. Rainforest. Um, yeah, well, we'll pass on that one. Forest. Uh, this, okay, is a, this is a big, uh, a big, it's kind of like a piece of ice, not an iceberg, but, um, mm. yes, we live in the, what the Sandy area is what the desert. Yes. Yes. yes! Woo! Woo! <laughs> With plenty of time left. 
Congrats, you guys got it. Congratulations. I'm shaking. Nice. I, I, Heather, I'm shaking too. We got it. Congratulations, my friend. And you just got that, that $200 gift card to Blue Point Medical Spa. So congratulations oh to you. Yeah, it's going to be a... Thank you. I think I'm going to give it to my mom. She's struggling right now. So. Oh, well, bring it on Friday because you can get so much. I'm going to be there from 4 to 6 or 4 to 7, and they're having their open house lowest prices of the season. So hopefully I'll see you there, Heather. Wonderful. Thank you so much. All Thank right. you. Hold on one second. That was great. Uh, so we'll do Heads Up again in the 8 o'clock hour. When you win that, tickets to go see Elton John. And up next, we got two truths and a lie. Are you ready now? Yes, we're ready. Two of us will be telling you the truth about something. One of us is lying. Who's doing what? It's all happening next. It's Mix 94.1. The game is two truths and a lie. It's true. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've heard of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. All right, it is time for you to guess who the liar is. Two truths and a lie is on. We are live streaming right now on Facebook and on our YouTube channel, Mercedes in the Morning. Like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. One of us is lying. Can you tell who it is? We have all predetermined who is doing what. Who wants to go first? Any, any takers? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. We got 30 seconds on the clock, and um, this starts right now. Oh, no, not that. We start with <laughs> drum roll. Oh, you're the liar. Oh, very exciting. Yeah. You're the liar. Yeah, I'm lying about that. Um, so the World Series starts Friday. What, Phillies and the Astros, and very excited about that. But there's someone in my family that would not have been excited with this World Series, and it's my grandmother, my mom's mom. I don't think I've ever revealed this before. Um, my mom's mom, my grandmother, was a diehard Yankees fan. What? No, no yep. way. You would have told us this before. It's just no something way. I never really put much thought into. And I was talking to my mom, but I was like, it's right. She was a Yankees fan. Born and raised in Manhattan. Her whole family was in New York City. She's the only one that uh, moved down to Philly. And she moved down there when my grandfather got out of the war. He got a job in Philly. And so that's why they moved down to Philly. Rest of the family stayed there. But my grandmother, diehard Yankees fan. Oh, my gosh. Diehard? Yeah. Mm. Huge Yankees fan. I Yankees? feel like knowing that I'm a Yankees fan, this would have come up before. I, I know. At it's some just, point. My, my mom and I were talking about that. It's like she's. I mean, she she gravitated towards the Phillies, and she'd always root for the Phillies and everything. But there was still that Yankee presence in the house, and she was always there for her Yankees. All right. Is he telling the truth or is he lying? You be the judge. Okay. Uh, I'll go next. All, All right. right. Ready? You guys, ready? Starts Got about now. thirty seconds. Yep. I mentioned uh, earlier this week that there was a beehive in my backyard, so they came out and they sprayed. And then they came back out to check on it. Turns out that beehive is 10 feet long. What? 10 feet? Ten it's the length of the pole. It's the length of the pole that is in. It goes all the way to the very bottom. Are all the bees gone? No. Oh. No, they are not. So, yeah, there you go. All right, Steph. Uh, how, I mean, how do you elaborate? I, well, <laughs> how, when are you getting it out? Or what's the, They're still working on it. They're still is there honey date? inside there? Let's get the honey. No, it's not a, like a honey hive. It's not a honey Oh, hive. we can make some money. With, I know. Uh, got Mercedes honey for sale? <laughs> money the, honey, uh, <laughs> Mercedes the beekeeper. Not honeybees, but okay, Steph, <laughs> your turn. Okay, tell me what. The game is two truths oh, and a lie. True. So you've heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard of out of control today. Gosh. Sorry about that. Take it away. Okay, uh, so last Wednesday, I did a one-day trip to San Diego to see the Padres. It was awesome because that was unfortunately the only game they won in the series, but it was awesome to be there. But as I'm born and raised in San Diego, have tons of friends and family there, me and James told absolutely nobody that we were going. 
One, because we didn't be like, hey, come meet us here, come meet us there. Because we, we wanted to avoid all that. So we just said, nope, tell nobody. Except for everyone on social media. Yeah. And on, <laughs> and on the radio in show. Las Vegas. <laughs> I actually believe that because it was so fast. If you told everyone, they would want, all want to see you. So I kind of do believe that. Oh, you're one. saying you didn't like tell, like you didn't call anyone and tell your father or mom or anyone that you're coming? Right. Even my dad messaged me. He's like, hey, honey, you're in San Diego. The game when is are you two leaving? And a <laughs> all right. Well, let's figure it out. Who's telling the truth? Who is lying? 702 364 9400. This one says, I think Mercedes is lying 10 feet. That's absolutely gigantic. Huge. <laughs> this one says JC has got to be lying. He would have for sure brought that up. Uh, should we start doing the reveals here? Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to try it? Mm-hmm. Truth teller number one. It's me. Ah! No! Yeah, Grandma was a, was a big Yankees fan. Yeah, my mom just told him, yeah, something I've really ever addressed. And because we were talking about what if it's Phillies and Yankees, I'm like, I've never told Mercedes that. that my grandmother, Grandma, was a big Yankees fan. Okay, truth teller number two. It's me. What? So nobody, <laughs> no friends, no fa- except for people on Zen on social media and in Las Vegas. I believe you. <laughs> it yeah. was too big of a uh, quick of a trip. So, well, that means I'm the liar. So the hive's still there, but um, apparently I didn't know those poles. They're filled with foam. Oh, thank the Lord. So, th- like during like time and rain and stuff, we'll make little holes in it. So it did get in there, but it's not the length of the thing, and they're still working on getting it done. So, oh my gosh, not ten feet. Thank you. Oh. I can believe it because the pole itself is 10 feet tall, right? I know. I was worried about that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got the hot three coming up next. What do you got for us? People say their brain shuts down when they hear this word. Let's see if it works for you guys. What is the best city for singles? And what are the most common lies? And how many do you admit to using? We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the hot three. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, so see if the the mention of this word makes you just tune out, okay? Data. Oh, for a second there, I started thinking about what, what I have to do after the show today, as soon as you said that. <laughs> Data, boom, we all tune out. More than, What's next? More than 70% of people, of, of Americans rather, suffer from data dread. A survey of adults finds that 29% of people admit that their brain shuts down when they hear or see the word data. Um, for more than a fifth, it's because they're just not interested and 35% admit that they just find it boring. These uh, survey results show as many as 31% of people can't comprehend that um, a quarter of a pie chart equates to 25%. It's like I'm already tuning out just telling you about this story because the, the word data <laughs> really does make me disinterested. It's so funny, though, that so many people have that exact same reaction. The data on data means we want to tune out. I, I know. It's What is it about that word? Is there another word that will make you just tune out or a phrase or if someone starts talking about it, you're just done? When, we start, when someone starts talking about numbers, if I don't write down the numbers that they're saying, I, I lose it. What do you mean? Like, if we, like for us, sometimes we talk about ratings and everything. Oh, and, and we, numbers. Yeah, gotcha. we go through them and, and we start rattling off and I'm just listening. Okay, okay, okay. And then they all start to run together. As soon as they start to rise, that's why I write them down. You tell me, you're, okay, first place, second, da, da, da. I write everything down and then I can digest it better if I have it written down in front of me. Uh, so for me, it used to be before I got involved in it, if anyone mentioned fantasy football, I was like, done. I'm out. Don't talk to mm-hmm. I like I just was so not interested in it. And then I started doing it and I, that now I get more interested. So people tell me about fantasy and I'm like, oh, OK, who's your quarterback or whatever. But it's so funny that, that before I was involved in it, it was just a total tune out. Because when you're in it and someone's talking about their team, you're picking up on things like, yes. oh, you're starting him. OK, maybe I should do the same. So you pick up little tidbits when exactly. people talk about it. Exactly. Um, also this morning, a surprising 50 percent of adults are single. That's a cu- according to the U.S. Census Bureau. So so it would help to know which are the best cities for singles to live in and which are the worst. Well, the best single city is New Orleans, followed by Milwaukee, Los Angeles, and Las Vegas. Austin is number five on the best cities uh, for singles list. The worst single cities are San Jose, Riverside, Sacramento, followed by New York and Birmingham. So... I mean, I have some single friends and I always hear the 
the bad side of it. So I was surprised to see that this was a good city for singles, honestly. Were there reasons why we're such a great city? Because there's, there's a lot of singles or there's things for singles to do or places to go meet other singles? I think it's um, a little bit of all of those. I think that there's a high population of single people here. And then also, um, I think that just, you know, places that you can go to meet other singles. Maybe we have more of those. But why? What's the problem? Why is it so... Why is it such a bad place if you, if you're single and you don't think it if you disagree with this? And this town is so small. I feel like everyone knows everybody. We're we're all connected within five to seven people. So if you're out there in the dating scene and you do someone dirty, is your reputation then on the dating scene like, oh, you're dating Tom? Oh no, not Tom the realtor. He did this. He did that. Yeah. Well, and now all Tom the realtors are like, wait, what? what did <laughs> Hi. I, do? I didn't do anything. I'm not I'm talking not about even you, single. Tom. I'm married. What the heck? <laughs> Tom's wife is like, Tom. Hey, what'd you do? You said you're at a convention last week in Texas. I was. Finally, this morning, there are a lot of people that people lie anything from just not wanting to hurt someone's feelings to not wanting to implicate themselves. So most of them are little white lies that are just mundane, maybe even unnecessary because the other person may not even care or realize it's a a lie anyway. Well, in a new survey, 42% of people say they think their little lies are convincing. Um, Another 42% admit that a lie has come back to haunt them. And 51% say they feel guilty when they don't tell the truth, even for something small. The survey also came up with the most common lies that we tell. So here, here are the top five most common lies we tell. I forgot. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm listening. Oh, I'm busy then. Or nice to see you. (laughs) It's not nice to see you at all, but I'm a lie and say that it is. Some other ones include, I got stuck in traffic. Uh, That meal was nice. I've got a headache. Oh, that email went into my junk folder. Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I missed the, I didn't see your text message. I missed the email. I was texting someone last week. I sent them like three text messages. The text, I didn't see them. I'm like, dude, there's three of them. They went through. They're blue. They were delivered. I didn't get them. Oh, three of them? That's a lot of missed text messages. I, I was going to say, like, I was going to defend them, but the fact that they said they didn't get them at all. I will say sometimes people send me texts, and then this doesn't happen as often now, but back in the day, my kids used to always play on my phone. So a text message would come, and they'd just open it and then go back to doing what they were doing. So I never knew the text came in. I never saw it. You didn't see it. the unread yeah, message or anything, like, yeah. Yeah, because they, they opened it. Um, and so there were a couple of times where people were like, I texted you. I'm like, I never got it. And then I looked and there it was. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I did not realize. And that is not a lie. And that's the truth. <laughs> that was the last one there? Yeah, that's it. Okay, here in the 7 o'clock hour, tickets for you to go see Muse with Evanescence. We have them for you at 740. When someone tells me they have a shocking revelation, I am preparing myself to be just knocked off my feet like a shocking revelation. And JC just said, I had a shocking revelation. This this better be good. It's about my wife. You're really so. Oh, man. It's about Laura. Yeah. I hope everything is okay. First of all, everything's great. She is. uh, She's in Orlando right now. She went to home to see her family for a couple days. And now she's in Orlando for a conference. And um, she was talking to me on, on the phone the other night. And she goes to me, I can't stop rubbing my legs. I'm like, oh, why is that? And she's like, I, she, she, I got this, I got this new razor. And she always complains when I, when I, when she needs a razor, I go to the store. She says I buy cheap razors. It's not a good razor. It doesn't work well. So I'm thinking, oh, she bought it. I'm like, oh, you bought a real nice fancy razor. And she goes, and I bought shaving cream. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And she's like, no, I've never used shaving cream before. I'm like, wait, what? She's always shaved her legs either raw, ew, or with soapy water. I'm like, you've never used shaving cream. She's like, no. 
She's like, I got shaving cream. It's a game changer. I'm like, yes. Now, I've never really noticed anything like rough skin or anything, but she has always used soapy water or I'm like, or raw. I'm like, ah, I was stunned when she said that. I had no idea that my wife did not use shaving cream when she shaved her legs. That sounds painful. It does. When, uh, before I got laser hair removal on my legs, when I would shave, I didn't use shaving cream. Well, I, I had some, but then I discovered those razors that have like the, it has like uh, the the soap and the lather on it it's like it surrounds it like you've got the razor blade and then around it is this stuff so it's just all in one you don't have to worry about any of that it's like putting down the cream before the blade comes on it it's yeah it's all in one what are those called oh it was and that's what i buy for my daughters now and they love it because they don't have to worry about the messiness of shaving cream and stuff it's all in the razor and you just pull it and then it's all it's lather slash razor all in one. It's perfect. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I was stunned when I'm like, I just, I was, I had no idea. And I look back, I'm like, yeah, anytime she said she needed a razor, she never followed up with shaving cream. I just always run to the store and get her a razor. I just assumed she had shaving cream somewhere, but she doesn't. Have you ever found out just something way after the fact about someone in your family? It was like a shocking revelation to you. And, and what was it? What was your, your shocking revelation? It could be something simple as dry shaving, or it could be something bigger. Maybe that you're related to someone you did not know you were related to. <laughs> I remember the shocking revelation I had about my husband. Uh, it was right around St. Patrick's Day. And he's like, what do you want to do for St. Patrick's Day? I'm like, we usually don't do anything, especially if it falls on a weeknight. And I was like, I don't know. What do you what do you want to do? He's like, well, I don't know. I feel like I should celebrate. And I'm like, celebrate what? He's like, I'm part Irish. I'm like, you are? He's like, yeah, I'm part Irish. I'm like, no way. Well, you never told me that. You're part Irish? And he was like... I've told you that before. I swear he's never told me that. I've heard English. I've heard the Hungarian side of him. He's never once mentioned that he has Irish blood <laughs> ever. And I was just in complete shock. I, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. He's like, no, my dad's side for Irish. He's like, what do you look at my uncle red you couldn't tell he's called red that's well, not yeah, even his real is... <laughs> name um but yeah my uh, that was my shocking revelation finding out my husband's part irish no after that saint patrick's day did you guys celebrate it every year do the girls now celebrate saint no, patrick's day even more year. oh that it was this was year that was this year so i was just you have like, a lot of catching up to do wait what you, I, I was completely shocked i had no idea so that was uh yeah that was it for me for sure uh kelly says one aunt on one side of the family had a baby and another one of my aunts on the other side of the family adopted her, but only four people in my family knew. Whoa, that goes beyond shaving and Irish. Yes. <laughs> That's insane. Oh, my gosh. I got a buddy in that same kind of situation where the uh, his one of his family members had an affair, and then he, he took the bullet and said it was his baby. Ooh. Yeah. Whoa. So the guy that had the affair, the family wouldn't know, and then the baby would still be in the family. Dang. Mm -hmm. This reminds me of House of the Dragon, where it's like, wait, are you're my you're my uncle and my husband and yeah. my cousin and wait, you're my brother and also like it's so it's so hard to keep track of what the family lineage is, especially when your family tree doesn't branch out. It's just like one line. It's, it's, well yeah, so how would that be? So his what's his son is actually his nephew, and then this kid is who thinks it's his dad. His uncle is actually really his dad, and his dad is his uncle. Oh, gosh, that's so confusing. Um, Steph, do you have some some sort of 
grand revelation that you you came to when it comes to family? Yes, my my grandmother, we knew her as Bibiana. Bibiana was her name. We always called her, you know, Nanai was what her we called her, but Bibiana was what we thought was her first name. Well, when she died, you know when someone dies, you have to get their birth certificate and do all of that document stuff. Well, when we got her birth certificate back, it was a completely different name. It was like Marianne or something like that. And then we went to my grandpa. I'm like, was B- our grandma Bibiana's name really like Marianne? And he goes, yeah, she changed her name because her dad had an affair with another girl named Marianne. So every time she thought of her name, oh. she thought of the guy, my her dad having an affair with that woman. Oh, my gosh. So she ch- changed her name completely. And you never knew that. Like that was that happened after she died. Yeah, which we found out after she died. But I guess it happened years ago. Never mentioned that her dad had an affair and uh, didn't want to talk about uh, it. What was the name she went by then? I she her name that she went by was Bibiana. Bibiana. Yes. Wasn't there a rap song that's like, "Hey Bibiana"? What was the? That's where like, she got the inspiration recently? from. <laughs> There's a there song. rap song. There was a rap song that was. Oh, it was like it was within the last four or five years. It's like it was it Bibiana or. Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. Tatiana? <laughs> That's what it was. Tatiana. Tatiana. That's her other grandmother. <laughs> no, her grandma was not a Tatiana. I promise. She was not. Oh, my god. That was gosh. the lady that had the affair. I can't believe that the song that now, I thought Now, every of. time I think of my grandma, I'm going to think of, buzz it down, Tatiana. <laughs> Tatiana. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry. No Close. disrespect. Close. Viviana. No, I love it. She'll be happy that we're dancing to her songs. <laughs> We've got this uh, music. It's at 7.40. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. What do you think of this? Taylor Swift is being accused of fat phobia because of a scene in her anti-hero video where she gets on the scale and sees the word fat causing her to look unhappy. Critics have taken to social media to blast the use of the word fat. And then there's a New York-based eating disorder therapist. Her name is Shira Rose, and, and she tweeted saying that the scene is a crappy way to describe her body image struggles, adding having an eating disorder doesn't excuse fat phobia. I mean, I think she's... Why am I echoing? Oh, the speaker was turned off. Oh, okay. Turned um, <clears throat> I think she is showing her own insecurities, and that's what she was insecure about that like that was the demon she was fighting not not making her fat phobic but that's what she saw when she got on the scale so while i do understand what they're saying i don't think that she was trying to cause people to be fat phobic she's talking about what's wrong with her and that that she was seeing things that were not there i think is the gist of it that's it yeah and i think so many people Think that way. Yeah, and yeah, she should have done it differently. I don't know. But I think that's the way a lot of people think. They think, oh, I look like this, or I'm too skinny, or I'm too fat, or I'm too, I'm not in shape. But when actuality, they, they're fine. Yeah. So I, I get what they're saying, but I don't think she was, that was her intent. She was talking, even she's fighting within herself, and that's seeing things that are not true. Rihanna is now coming out with her first solo music in six years. Marvel Studios has confirmed she's going to cut a single for the new Black Panther soundtrack, which is out November 11th. And on Tuesday, Marvel Studios released a a teaser suggesting that the new Rihanna song is going to drop this Friday. I am so glad that's out now because we've been under, like, strict orders not to talk about that. And I, like... 
when you said Marvel confirmed it, I'm like, okay, if they confirmed it, we can talk about it. Yes, she has a new single coming out. I'm so excited Have about this. Have you heard this. it yet or anything no, about it? No, I think we're hearing it tomorrow before it comes out. So I think it'll be 9 p.m. here um, that it comes out. So, yes, I'm so glad they're finally talking about it. I was my I was I told my daughter because she's a huge Rihanna uh-huh. fan. I'm like, you cannot, you got to swear you will not tell anyone this. And she's like, what? And I told her and all I got back was a bunch of letters jumbled in all caps. <laughs> like she Oh, she was so excited about it. We hit it last week because there was a New York gossip columnist who kind of discovered this and then put it out there. So we were talking about it last week, and then everything kind of lined up with new music coming out. She's got the Super Bowl halftime show, but Marvel confirmed it. It's a done deal. That's but, awesome. And then the uh, surprises are supposed to get it on on Friday. Do you want to hear more about James Corden and actually what went down in that restaurant? Because he talked about it on his show. I saw the clips of him talking about it, but go for it. So James Corden, uh, he had that the rude treatment of restaurant staff in New York City a few weeks back. He got him temporarily banned from uh, Balazar's restaurant. He got a bunch of backlash for that. He then apologized to the restaurant owner and the servers, and a ban was lifted. It was a whole thing. Well, Corden addressed the situation on his show this week, explaining what happened. So he says that he he sat down, they went to order, and his wife explained that she has a serious food allergy. Everyone's meals came. His wife was given the food that she was allergic to, but she didn't take a bite of it or anything, so no worries. They sent it back. All was good. Then Corden says it came back wrong three times, and in the heat of the moment, he made a sarcastic, rude comment about he should go back there and cook it himself. That's what he said to the server. But he he also said that even though he didn't say it by yelling and stuff like that, that it was still rude, and he acknowledges that. So, do we do we forgive him? Do we just move on, or are we gonna hold hold this over his head forever? Does Cordy get canceled over a sarcastic uh, comment of a restaurant? I don't think so. I hope not. I mean, it's just getting to be too much. He says he deeply regrets the comment, and I understand the difficulties of being a server. I worked shifts at restaurants for years, is what he said. Yeah, working in a restaurant is not easy. So stressful. At all. (laughs) So stressful. It's time to play the feud. A little uh, addition to the family feud here. Okay. It's going to be you against Steph. You're not family members. You're against each other this time. Okay. So how do we buzz in? Um, Say your name. Okay. Okay. There was a study conducted to find the 10 scariest horror movie villains of all time. They used a villain effectiveness score. Mercedes! Which, uh, ah, Why? <laughs> where, where's the ring? Put the bus. Put the family feud ring in there. Uh, okay, Mercedes. Um, scariest horror movie villain of all time. Mike Myers. Show me Mike Myers. <laughs> Bad answer. <laughs> That's the number one Ooh, answer. So- can decide if I want to keep playing. Yeah, we keep or playing or I we'll pass it to Steph. Pass it. So she, how many do you have? I've got. Um, I, we'll do the top five. Okay, that means she would have to get all five, uh, the rest of the top five to win. Yep. I'm gonna pass it to you, Ooh, Steph. Steph. Okay. Scariest right. horror movie villains of all time. I need an answer, my friend. Uh, let's go with. Freddy Krueger. Oh, good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Show me Freddy Krueger. What? Strike one. Whoa. Do I keep going until you get yeah. the strikes? Okay. Yeah. Okay. The next answer is going to be. What's that guy from Saw? Oh, uh, Jigsaw. Show me Jigsaw. What? Oh. He's scary. Yeah. I'm really surprised that okay. that's not it. All right. Last and final hope. Jason. 
Oh, JC. I thought you were going to say JC. That was my next answer. That's a good one. That's a good one. Jason, he's a very scary character. Um, let's see here. Show me Jason. Oh, my gosh. This is hard. So, Mercedes, it goes Ooh. over to you. Oh, so I have to get one You have still. to get one oh, correct. No, you have to get one. No, you got to get one correct. If not, and you can talk amongst your family. This is when you huddle up. You always have that one aunt who gives a really dumb answer. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, oh, wow. One of the Smurfs. Aunt, no, Smurfs aren't horror movies. Oh, man. Okay, so oh, I do not watch horror movies Me at neither. all. Um, I will say... Ah, this is really hard. I don't know any horror movie people. She said the guy from Jigsaw. Um, is it... Is it? Did you say Jason? Yeah, you said yeah, Jason. Yeah, Jason. Oh my gosh, this is so hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chucky. Ooh, for the win and the big money. We're looking for that little doll. Show me Chucky. Oh! So Steph is the winner. What? That backfired on me big time. <laughs> I didn't realize I had to come back and say something. I thought I was home free after that. That was tough. Number five is, oh, you guys have never gotten these, Mask Man from the Den. Never have even what? heard of that movie, but okay. The Death Angels from A Quiet Place. <laughs> never would have said that either. Keiko from The Grudge. Okay, she's scary. And then the American Werewolf in American Werewolf in London and also American Werewolf in Paris. Ooh. Yeah, there's no way I would have gotten any of those. That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. That was hard. Real hard, right? <laughs> uh, so congratulations, Steph. You're the big winner. All right. Well. Tickets to go see Muse <laughs> coming up at 740. Here we go. Now back to Mercedes in the morning. The first thing I turn on when I wake up. The best. On Mix 94.1. So what do you do when you catch someone checking out your spouse? What happened, Steph? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happened? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> so yesterday... We were getting food for dinner, and it was at Rubio's, and James usually will get out the car while me and Momo hang out in the car, and he goes in, he comes out, he got his bag of food, and there's this lady that comes out of the restaurant next door. First of all, what'd you get at Rubio's? Because I love their fish tacos. They're so good. They're so good. I get the shrimp tacos. Ooh. The, the shrimp trio, to be exact. Really? Yeah, there's a little variety of shrimp tacos. Not endorsed, by the way. Yes, this is, this is <laughs> not, not a paid, paid endorsement. Right. So this lady comes out of the restaurant next door, and he's coming out of Rubio's, and he's walking towards the car. And the lady, she looks at James once, like, oh, you know, looking around. Then she does a double take. And then not even just a double take. She takes a triple take. Like, whoa. And I saw it all happen. I'm like, whoa, was that was that lady checking my, my husband out? Did she drop the sunglasses down and do the <laughs> with the eyebrow up? <laughs> she did not. So I was kind of confused. Was she checking out my husband? And if so, I kind of feel good about that. I was like, oh, babe, okay, you can still get it. <laughs> you weren't offended by that at all? I wasn't offended by it because, he, you know, you were very loyal to each other. We won't flirt with anyone even if they are checking us out. But she did a triple check. And then he comes into the car. The first thing he says is, did you see that lady check me out? <laughs> wow, I said, he saw it. He saw it too. And I kind of was like, was that, a getting, was that checking you out? Or was it a look as if, oh, I think I know him. 
Because I don't think if you checked someone out, you would do a triple check. I think you would do like a double and then like, oh, he was kind of cute. Yeah. Because I think, what do you think? A triple check is like, oh, I think I know that guy. The first time around, oh, I think I know him. Second time, like, wait, I do know him. The third time's like, oh my gosh, I do know him. What do you think? Oh, you're discrediting. <laughs> I don't think she was checking it out, honey. I think I think, I think she maybe she, maybe a coworker. I wasn't sure if it was you or not. Because <laughs> I feel like when you check someone out, you do like the head to toe. Like, oh, he's cute. She didn't do that. She was like, oh, oh, oh. Was he carrying a lot of food? And maybe she's like, wow, that guy's got a lot of food. He was wearing also um, these really cool Padre shorts that you can't get at the store. They're like custom custom made. He was wearing a black shirt and a gray hoodie over it with, I think he was wearing a blue Nike hat at the time. So my, I feel like, oh, I like his outfit. Or was it like, hey, baby, you're kind of cute. Baby, well, I mean, I think that's funny that you are trying to diminish a little bit <laughs> being his looks. Because he's a very handsome man, I will tell you. He is a very handsome guy. And that's no disrespect to you, Steph. I think you know that he's handsome. But um, now you're like, no, because it was three times. So only once or twice would be because of his looks. But three times is for outfit or you look familiar. Yes, I think so. But if, if it was, let's say she was checking my husband out, I would say, you know what, babe? Good on you. You're hot. You know, I wasn't around. She didn't know I was there looking. So I mean, feel free to look, but just don't touch. Yeah, I think you should take that as a compliment for sure. I think that's a huge compliment to you. I think that she was checking him i think she was checking the whole package the the looks and the outfit and like hey am i gonna lock eyes with him so maybe we could be like hey what's up but she did not know that his wife was sitting there watching i was and then jc what do you think do you think that was a look what kind of look was that was you telling the story i'm thinking he's just he's just being checked out the lady thought it was a hot guy who was into james and and then i think you're diminishing him but then think about it though three looks that's a lot to be checking someone out one, two, let me go back for a third because I didn't get enough the first two times. Three, that's a lot of checking out. I don't want to diminish anything from James either. Sweetest guy. But yeah, now I think that's excessive. That's a lot of checking out. I think too, and there's a part of me too, when, when it happened, there was a part of me that kind of wanted to get possessive over him. Like, hey, that's my man you're checking. Steph jumps out of the car. <laughs> With Momo, a little dog. Hey, that's my man you're checking out. No. You got a problem? <laughs> <laughs> Come over here, lady. But again, I don't know if it was a checkout or like, huh, that guy looks familiar. Or was she playing it off like she knew him? I'm kind of I'm kind of torn and it's it happened so fast. I'm just torn on if she was checking him out or if she was playing off that she knew him. Didn't look familiar to me. <laughs> Maybe it's a coworker or something. Yeah. He works from home. Well, don't they have Zooms? They do. They do. Did he go to the bathroom in there and have toilet paper on his foot or something? No. I was looking at him like, you got a booger on your face or what's going on? <laughs> Everything but your hot. <laughs> you should have done what my husband does. This happened on Saturday. We were we were at, going to the Golden Knights game, but we had had dinner at Park MGM. So we were walking across the street. And you know how they have they have guards walk guard walking guards to cross the street so we're all standing there waiting and then the guy's like come on go and so we all start walking and i just locked eyes with the the crossing guard i just looked at him and he said something really nice he said a very nice compliment to me and my husband goes thank you 
Like he took it. He said, thank you. I didn't even have a chance to say thank you. He goes, thank you. And kept and grabbed my hand and walked with me. I was like, oh man. <laughs> like, it was kind of funny. <laughs> I love that. He just, he took a compliment. <laughs> I'm going to do that next time. <laughs> yeah, J- James, he's not looking at you. She's not looking at you. He's, she's looking at me in the car. Momo. <laughs> like, thank you. He goes, wow, you're very beautiful. And my husband goes, thank you. <laughs> Like, uh, thanks. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, there's tickets for you to go see Muse, also with Evanescence. This is going to be a huge show next year. Got your tickets coming up in five minutes. And up next, we do have the hot three. What do you have for us? What's the exact amount of money that we need to retire comfortably? <gasps> oh, I don't want to hear it. Are we even close? <laughs> oh, gosh. That's coming up. Also, grocery stores might get these to help you find the perfect produce and People who love horror movies, we were just talking about them, they prefer watching them at this time. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Avril Lavigne. Uh, she has backed out of this weekend's When We Were Young Festival, but Death Cab for Cutie and Under Oath have been added to replace her. But if you're looking forward to seeing Avril this weekend, you are not going to see her. Before we get our winner, I'm going to bite. What in the blue hell were you doing on our social I media? Just seeing, we're on our 7 a.m. social where you can stream what's going on off the air and on the air. I don't know. I was just trying to see if anyone was going to make a comment of me doing that. So I was going... I was just blinking. Have you seen that video of Katy Perry? That's what I was yeah, doing. Yeah, I'm like, she's, she's was, got it. There's a glitch in the uh, Matrix. She was, uh, Katy Perry has like one eye closed, like she's like one of those dolls that has a broken eye or something like it's that. It's so, we have to see the video. It's so weird. Yeah. I, look, I look up at the screen, I see Mercedes, she's left, right? Like, okay, I'll, I'll bite. What are you doing over there? <laughs> you're, I think you're the only one who noticed. So, um, But yeah, our phones are ringing. Hey, Jenna, good morning. Good morning. You're caller 20. Yeah. Yay. Thank you. You're, you're so lucky. I am so jealous. You're going to see Muse, the Will of the People World Tour with Evanescence at the T-Mobile Arena next year, April 8th. Congratulations. Hold on one second, Jenna. We'll get your information. You're all set. And if you want to go see Muse, we've got your tickets coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, actually at 940. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, think about it. As everyday costs increase, Americans now say it's going to cost more to retire. A new survey shows that Americans now expect they will need this amount of money to retire comfortably. What do you think? What what amount of money do you think you're going to need to retire comfortably? In the bank. Comfortably? Done working. My calculator. <laughs> 
boy, oh boy. I, I was trying to, I don't know. I, I think, I think it couple was. Million, is it a couple million? It's actually less than that. 1.25 million. At 65, 1.25 million, you should be good for the rest of your life. I think that you're, you're living, uh, you know, you're not being extravagant with your mm-hmm. money. You're paying your bills. You're doing your thing. Um, if I want to live an extravagant life, which I'm not even living now, <laughs> that would be a lot more than that. But I think, I think that's, that sounds about right. I think I could live happily with $1.25 million. I don't know. That seems low. It does? Yeah. That's, well, they're saying well, at 65. I don't know, but it seems, it scares me. So you're saying they're probably averaging at 65. Someone's going to stop working at 65 and you have 1.25 million in the bank and that should last you for another 30 years. Well, that figure represents a 20% increase from the $1.05 million that respondents said last year. The average retirement nest egg has fallen 11%, $86,869 down from $98,800 a year ago. And moreover, the expected retirement age has risen to 64 which is up from 62.6 last year. Oh, we're working longer, huh? Yeah. Try to make some more money to <laughs> Try put to in get, the bank. Yeah, so you can enjoy Ugh. from 65 and on. I know. That's depressing. Moving on. I don't like to think of that stuff. I, I know, know I should. <laughs> it's the proper thing. You know, 65-year-old JC would be like, what did you do? Kelly says, considering <laughs> cost of housing, food, clothing, $1.2 million will not get you through retirement. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe, maybe longer maybe too. Well, I was just going to say the opposite. Maybe you'll die younger. <laughs> so then it will you get, get kids you to take care of you. Oh, oh man. man. Oh, yeah. I got nothing. Who's going to take care of you when you get old? I don't know. Do you have a plan in place? Zero plan. Zero plan. It's going to see where see where life takes me. You know what? That's the uh, tomorrow is not promised. You just don't know. Well, well, we have a model. We have a, we have a model in play that I've been studying. And it's Laura's aunt and uncle who she just adores. Like second parents to her. She talks to them every week. She does FaceTime like you do with your aunts. Uh, she's just, and they're super great people. They have no kids. And so Laura has been kind of like their, like, you know, their daughter through these years and everything. So I think as the years go on for them, like, Laura's going to be there to help them out with whatever they need. So I think of us as Laura's uncle, Walton, Aunt Leslie. And I'm trying to think of which one of my nieces and nephews is going to take care of us. And I got to start being nice to these kids. Yeah, you don't even talk to them. I know. It's time to start establishing yeah. a relationship. You like zero talk to them. I need to lock in You're on one of them. You're even a godfather on I one know. of them. I know. She's not going to. She's useless. She's not going to help us. Um, I got to lock in Did on one of these kids. Did you just call her useless? As far as like, helping what us. What the heck? As far as helping me, she's not. Listen. Why would she help you, though? Let's seriously analyze this. Why? What, what does she have to gain by helping you when you don't reach out to her? In 30 years, when I need that help, will my goddaughter help me out? She'll be like, <laughs> Where were you the first 30 years of my life? Yes, exactly. <laughs> start start changing that today. Well, I got I got John's kid. Remember, John was on last week, two weeks ago, and he yeah. said that I'm very kind to his son. So I got him. I, got, I lock in on him. Did, do you talk to him often? Or? No, I send like gifts and treats huh. on his birthday and Christmas and stuff. Oh, okay. As I'm saying, I need I need to lock in on one of these kids. Yeah. Yeah. You got to you got to find you got to have a backup plan there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also this morning, you can tell how ripe an avocado is by squeezing it. But obviously, um, sometimes people will get kind of confused on, okay, what's too soft? What's not soft enough? Um, a new gadget is on the way that can tell you exactly how ripe avocados are. It's called the Ripe Finder, and it debuts at a trade show in Orlando this week. First, you use your 
you know, you you use your keen senses on deciding which avocado might be ripe, and then you put it on the scanner that uses AI to tell whether it really is or not. If it's not ripe, it tells you when it will be, like your avocado will be ready in four to five days. So that might be helpful for anyone who likes to plan out their avocado eating several days in advance. Um, the point is you're going to cut down on food waste. So you could buy three or four avocados at once, knowing that they're not going to all get ripe at the same time. And then depending on the level of ripeness, it'll say things like your avocado is ready for a salad. Or if it's overly ripe, maybe it'll be ready for guacamole or something. Um, if this week's demo is a hit, you could start seeing ripe finders at grocery stores soon. And maybe they'll come up with more scanners, too, for things like bananas and cantaloupes and stuff like that. Something for bag salad. That's always the leftover. I'll buy it. We use it like once or twice. There's always just so much left over. And then I could use it again and it's expired. I bag salad is such a a scam and it's so, it's just I always buy it and then I never use it. So then I buy another one and then I throw out the bag salad. It's like a never ending just train of me throwing out bag salad. It's I feel cycle. so bad. I feel so bad. All right. Finally, this morning, we were just talking about Hall- uh, Halloween and scary characters. And that might mean that you're taking a peek at some Halloween horror movies this season. Uh, everyone knows someone who insists that they can't handle a scary horror movie. And there's a poll out on horror movie watching and fans and non-fans were asked when they prefer watching horror movies at night or during the day. And surprisingly, the people who don't like horror movies are more likely to want to watch them at night while horror fans prefer to watch them during the day. So maybe it's less about people being too scared to watch them at night and more about them needing to be in the mood. Um, While horror movie fans say, well, we'll watch it any time of the day. The poll also showed that of all the horror movie genres, horror movies are the most divisive with 25% loving them, 24% liking them, 23% hating them and 22% disliking them. No no other genre was that evenly split. Well, you're not a fan, right? Uh, Yeah, I just don't like them, but my husband loves them. So sometimes I have to watch some. And that's at night or daytime when he watches. Um, I, I think he usually watches them when I'm not around. So probably during the daytime. How about you? Uh, I, I, I enjoy them. Um, if I know it doesn't bother me to watch them at night or day, but anytime there's something suspenseful or horror, Laura wants to do it when, when it's during the daytime or turn some lights on or something. That makes it like a little less scary. Yeah. It takes off some of the <laughs> takes, burn takes on the that. edge. Yeah. Here in the eight o'clock hour, the keys to the killers, a pair of tickets for you. This is your chance to win these tickets to the Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix private VIP celebration featuring the killers at Caesars Palace. This is on November 5th. Your keyword is coming up at 820. This town is full of characters. I feel like they're all over the place, and some of them stand out more than the other. The one that stands out to me back in the day, I don't know if you remember him, but Mr. Mister Happy at Sahara oh, yes, and Apache. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. He was the one that I remember. I used to, I used to live in that area, and so um, I would take that route home every single day, and I'd see him on the corner, and if you, if you were not in Vegas during that time, it was this man who stood at Sahara and Fort Apache, and he would just dance he would dance and he would be happy and that's why we called him mr happy or mr happiness and uh we even had him on the show one time talk to him about you know being out there why he doesn't he said he just wanted to make people smile and that that was his sole purpose for doing it a larger than life character he was actually some car dealerships would use him in tv commercials and yeah he was uh, he was such a great dude what happened to mr mr happy mr happiness what happened to that guy and then last night remember the tv show unsolved mysteries yeah it's back and it's on netflix 
I saw a preview for an upcoming episode the other day. The first episode dropped yesterday, and I watched it, and it involves Las Vegas. And it involves, does anyone remember Buffalo Jim? He was an amazing man. Um, he was a character in the 80s and 90s here in Las Vegas. He had an auto marine repair shop here in town, and he died in 2008. And there's some mystery around his death, and that's what Unsolved Mysteries was tackling last night, his, his death and the mysterious stuff around it. But he was an over-the-top character that he loved wrestling. Uh, he was friends with a lot of the entertainers, and he was just a larger-than-life character that was here in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s until he died in 2008. I, um, I, I remember hearing about him. I remember... I remember hearing you talk about him uh, and his ties to wrestling and all that. And so um, what I saw, I, and that was the preview I saw, they were talking about how um, his death was ruled um, an accident or something, but uh, his family believes it was foul play. Mm-hmm. And and so was there, you watched it, was that the gist of it? Was it like, was there substantial evidence saying that it was foul play? Yeah, there's a couple of characters that, that they didn't interview um, the evening of his death. Um there's some suspicion he went to check into this hotel on Boulder Highway. He got his room key at like 8.07 at night, but someone had accessed the room at 8 o'clock at night. And it wasn't like a housekeeper key that went in there. So who was in the room before he died? His daughters were saying that he always he had a lot of cash in his wallet. They found just a single folded $1 bill in his wallet. And some people say that's a, a sign from the mob that that was a hit on someone. He had a couple enemies here in town, some business stuff that was clashing with. And so, yeah, it was just there's some suspicion around it, which was the episode last night. That's uh, that's interesting. Maybe I'll check it out. Was, who else? Who are some other like Las Vegas characters where if you're new to town, you probably you, you may not know about them. This is a good kind of history lesson. And if you've lived here for a long time. You, someone that you just remember being a character, and it could be someone like him, like Mr. Happy, um, someone that I just remember also very vividly um, from the commercials was the Ben Stepman commercials in, in Henderson, of course. And I still will hear people saying in Henderson, of course, and just the sweetest old man who would would sell cars and... He was just, I don't know, he's just one of those characters that he's passed away, but his memory lives on, you know, especially through that phrase in Henderson, of course. He seemed like a really, really sweet man, really nice man. Do you remember this guy right here? Because I'm JJ, I'm the owner, and I'm the king of beepers. Activation required. So I, I, I know this just because you, you play that clip, but I, I think that was before I moved to Vegas. I don't think I was, I don't think beepers were a thing when I was, when I, when I came here. Uh, beepers were pre me moving here. So I've heard of him. I've heard people talk about him all the time, but I never really knew JJ, the king of beepers, or like saw his commercials or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, he was all over town. Locations all over town. It's his beeper stores were everywhere, and then the cell phone comes, and JJ's like, "Oh, I gotta dip out of here." Uh, was there, or maybe your hometown had a larger than life character? Who was it? Um, or, or if it's here, let us know. Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred is the number. Um, someone just said Chopper from Tobin Dodge. Yes, and he's still around, I believe. I I haven't seen a ton of commercials with him, but definitely. And then someone wrote, "Didn't he have a blue genie?" Yes, he did. He did. Yes. He would have a, maybe still has it, he would have a Saturday morning TV show, and he would just show all the cars that are for sale, and we have so many different characters, and one of those characters was a blue genie that was there on the lot with him. 
Wow. I'd, I'd miss that one, too. I feel like so out of the loop. What, I, is, uh, even though I've lived here for a long time, I, I miss some big ones. What about Stacy? Stacy! Oh, she... Look, Stacy, your dad, be nice to him, please. I don't like how mean you are to him. Stacy, it's football <laughs> season. How did the Raiders were do? I don't know, Dad. Didn't you play when they had leather helmets? Oh, Stacy. Well, he's a good sport. He takes it well. Um, let's talk to Rob. Uh, we're talking about larger-than-life characters here in Las Vegas. Who is it for you? Uh, Mr. Lee from Lee's Liquor. Oh, uh, I love yes. Mr. Lee. What a sweet man. And their funny billboards that they used to have yes. up. Oh, that is such a good one. There was a... Yes, that was a oh, go ahead. That was a suspicious death, too. His son died like a month later, remember? I, that, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah that Correct. was just heartbreaking. They're in Denver... There's two. Jake Jabs from American Furniture Warehouse. He 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 would always have commercials with wild animals in them. There'd be like three lions and uh-uh. he's trying to sell couches. What? Yeah. And How? I, I, it was just like crazy. Or he'd have like a leopard laying on a bed and just like buy this from Jake Jabs, American Furniture Warehouse. And then there was Tom Shane, and I think there's more than one. The Shane Company. Um the Shane Company, direct I'm an importers just off Arapahoe Road on Emporia Street, one half mile east of I-25. Open it Monday through Friday till eight, Saturday and Sunday till five. I reckon I like remember that entire commercial. That's crazy. I used to remember it. I was a child. Like it was just, <laughs> it's crazy. I still remember that. All right, coming up here, the keys to the killers. Your chance to wear a pick, uh, pair of tickets to the Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix private VIP celebration featuring the killers. That code word happens at eight twenty, and then right after that, eight twenty-five. Your tickets to go see Elton John. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And coming up, we have your tickets to go see Elton John. But first, we need to do this. Hey, Sean. Hi. You know, every day we're giving out the keys to the killers where you can win an exclusive VIP set of tickets to see the killers at Caesars Palace on November 5th for the Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix launch party. And yesterday, you had your key. And guess what? No way. It opened the door. You're going. That is awesome. How easy was it, Sean? What did you do? Tell everyone. It's so easy. I mean, you're already listening, so you might as well just pick up your phone when they get the the code word, put it in, send a quick text, and everyone thinks you won't you won't win, but you really, if you don't try, you won't win. So I love it. <laughs> Think yeah. about how many text messages you send today, and this one, look what look what you got in return. Congratulations, Sean! It's gonna be a great show. Awesome! Thank you so much. That is amazing. You're welcome. Enjoy, Sean. And if you too want your key to the killers, we give you keywords every day: eight twenty, twelve twenty, and four twenty. Plus an extra keyword if you follow Mix Nine Ninety Four Point One on the Odyssey app. You'll get a push notification for another keyword. And this hour's key to the killers keyword is fuss. F U S S. Fuss. Text Fuss to 20357 for your chance to win. That's exclusive VIP tickets to go see the killers. So message and data rates apply. For full rules, visit our website, Mix941.fm. So I was uh, sick yesterday, so it's good to be back. I was out sick and uh, was just not feeling good all day yesterday. So in the morning, I went to the doctor, um, and then I came home, and my husband's like, 
D- don't try to do anything. Don't try to overexert yourself. Let just lay down. Watch TV. So I started watching like a couple of my K dramas that I love to watch. But then I was so excited because guess what I found on television? I never channel surf. I like just watch Netflix and like DVR the shows I like. Uh, but I just started turning, you know, checking out channels, and The Little Mermaid was on. I that is my favorite Disney movie, The Little Mermaid. But it annoys me. It annoys me because there is a huge plot hole in The Little Mermaid. Have you ever seen The Little Mermaid? I don't. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. I don't think I have. What's the whole, what's the whole premise of The Little Mermaid? Okay, so there's Ariel, and she is one of King Triton's daughters. Okay. And he's got many daughters. And uh, she's the youngest, and she's very curious, and she often will swim um, up to the shore and look at the people that are living up above the sea and she finds their treasures and she collects them like she finds a fork and she calls it a dingle hopper and she like you know she just she's really fascinated with what goes on above the water All right and so there's a major plot hole in the little mermaid and if anyone else is bothered by this let me know or what is the plot hole in a movie that just irritates you? So she has the most beautiful voice and she wants to go above water, but she can't because she doesn't have legs. So she makes an agreement with Ursula, the sea witch, that she will trade her her voice in order to get legs. OK, I'm following along so, so far. So she signs this contract. Mm-hmm. Ariel, the voice goes to Ursula she gets her legs, she goes up there, she meets Prince Eric. But when she's on land, she can't speak to Prince Eric because she has no voice left. So it's very hard for them to communicate. They don't really, he doesn't know what she wants to say. She can't say anything to him. However, here's where the plot hole is that just annoys me to no end. She literally read that contract with Ursula and signed it. So she knows how to read and write. Mm-hmm. So why did she just not grab a piece of paper and a pen up there and write everything to him? Like, hey, I'm sorry, I can't talk. <laughs> That's a good point. You, I think you're very attractive. We should date. You should kiss me. Whatever. That is such a big plot hole that drives me insane about The Little Mermaid, my most favorite Disney movie of all time. It irritates me. That's that is a huge plot hole, isn't it? Yeah. Who when they wrote that script, the story, they told the tale, and no one picked up on it. They're like, hey, why did she just write notes to the dude? I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm overthinking it, or maybe I missed something over the bazillion times I've seen it, but. Wouldn't that have just made it a lot easier? I don't know. What is the major plot hole in a movie that drives you crazy, that irritates you? Does anyone else have one like that? That is that is it for me. I still watched it. I still love it. But yeah, that really irritates me. Someone pointed this out to me. And it's not necessarily a plot hole. It's just something that irritates me in the movie now that they pointed it out to me. I didn't, I didn't pick on up on this for 20-some years. Independence Day. Randy Quaid, his character... He talks about being abducted by aliens, and he's like the loony guy. Uh-huh. Oh, no one believes you're abdu- abducted by aliens. You're crazy, man. That doesn't happen. Now, the entire world is being attacked by aliens, but they still think he's the crazy guy. Like, you're crazy, man. You want to, like, you know what I'm saying? He's saying, telling everybody he's abducted by aliens. No one believes him. Right. He's the crazy man. 
and he's still the crazy man throughout the throughout the movie when we're actually being attacked by aliens. So obviously he was telling the truth, like the aliens exist, but they still don't believe him. Like you're crazy to say you were abducted by aliens. Why they're attacking our planet right now? Well, like there's your proof. Yeah. So can we start treating him like he's not crazy and say, hey, actually he's probably smarter than all of us because he he predicted this yes he was he met these guys before so let's take him serious because they're now attacking our planet he's no longer a loony let's talk to this guy and see what he knows and maybe we can fight these aliens faster that is a very good plot hole that is very good i never would have thought about that one uh what about this one uh this is timely because we just watched it hocus pocus the witches are so amazed by the present day they see a paved road and a bus and say what is this Half an hour later, Bette Midler flies alongside the good guys and says, show me your license and registration. How would she know about that? Oh, how quickly would she be educated on that? <laughs> Wait, she doesn't even know what a road is. I've never seen Hocus Pocus, but she, so she doesn't even know what a road is, but then she knows what license and registration yeah. is. That doesn't make any sense. What the heck? I, I yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, this one says Die Hard 2 is the worst. The premise of the movie is that terrorists took over one of the D.C. airports and wouldn't clear planes to land. They are going to run out of fuel and crash. So when the pilots can't raise the tower, obviously they are going to try a different airport channel, reach the tower. They're going to try to reach a different airport channel. And if somehow they couldn't connect to anyone, I'm going to say that they will just land at another airport without permission rather than crashing. Was that the whole plot of the movie? I never saw Die Hard 2, so I, I have no idea. I did, but I forget. It's been many years. But if that's the whole plot, yeah, okay, you know what? We'll go to BWI. We'll go to... Uh, yeah, just find a different one. We'll go to Dulles. There's many airports <laughs> in that area in Washington, D.C. Like they're just going to fly around <laughs> until they run out of gas. Oh, we'll just find another place. Don't worry about it. Can anyone... I know there's... I'm sure they're, they're online, but I, you hear about stories about Back to the Future with the whole timeline and everything. Some yeah. of them are so deep I can't follow along, but I, there's got to be some kind of plot holes in Back to the Future. When you do a time travel movie, there's so many different levels you have to, to take on. Someone actually just wrote about that one. Why does Doc travel back to when Marty and Jen Jennifer were teenagers and bring them into the future to keep their kid out of trouble when he could have just traveled a few days back and warned adult Marty what was going on in Back to the Future Part 2? Oh, now I'm too confused. We're bringing Part 2 into this? No, I remember that scene. Yeah, he gets the kids. and We were problem with your kids and they look at each other like kids because they're not married yet. They don't have kids yet. Yeah, so why wouldn't he go to the future Right before they have kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of going back to, it'd be like going back to Mercedes, you and Matt, when he first guys, when he first met, saying, we've got a problem with Brooklyn when she's in, you know, grade school, or whatever. Like, oh, we got a kid. Why would you just go to Mercedes with Brooklyn right before she starts school or something? Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Anthony wants to comment on Back to the Future 2 also. What's up, Anthony? On um, Back to the Future 2, how did old Biff? know how to operate the DeLorean to take the sports almanac to himself back in 1955. Oh, yeah, Biff, where'd you learn? Yeah, he just gets in that car and the flux capacity. How, how do you figure all that stuff out? That's like, a good point. It was a, such a huge thing for Marty to learn it and, and set up the... Yeah, there's so many plot holes in that one, Anthony. That one, too. I didn't even think about that one. Um, people are upset that I've not seen Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <They're texting. laughs> That's the plot hole in the show. Why hasn't Mercedes seen Hocus Pocus? I know. 
will. I will. One of these days, I will watch it. I'm so sorry. I mean, you're home sick yesterday. <laughs> All the time, instead of watching Hocus Pocus, you're, you're flicking through to watch uh, Little Mermaid. Uh, Little Mermaid, yeah. And getting irritated by the plot hole in it. <laughs> There's so many other ones you guys are coming up with. These are great. I didn't realize there were plot holes in so many so many movies yeah batman i guess there's major plot holes in batman being batman and bruce wayne and going back and forth oh there's a lot yeah no one would pick up on it like there's characters that have like the half mask like who are you who's that masked man i'm watching a a k-drama right now and she's trying to be two different people and the way she changes her appearance is she wears more makeup and wears a longer wig i'm like you can still tell it's the same person how does this poor guy not see this? He literally, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? If I were, if I put on a wig and wore more makeup, you'd still know it was me. I don't understand it. It's like Knight Rider had an evil guy and was David Hasselhoff with a mustache. Oh, yeah, the mustache changes <laughs> like, everything. It's David Hasselhoff with a mustache. How is this possible? Uh, we want Caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. That's you. You get to play Heads Up, and what an incredible prize. Yeah, we have a pair of tickets for you to see Elton John. Two tickets to Elton John's Farewell Yellow Brick Road, the final tour concert. It's happening at Allegiant Stadium and it's happening next Tuesday. You want to go? Your tickets right now. Caller 20 gets to play. You pick your category. You pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, let's get our contestant. It is Angela. Hi, Angela. Hello. You're Caller 29. Ready to play Heads Up? Cool, yeah. Okay, we've got these Elton John tickets. They're as good as yours. You just got to get tw- uh, 20 answers. Whoa, you that's, guys can do that's, that's too a, much. You can do it. No, uh, six answers in 60 seconds, and you get to pick your category. Do you want to go with caffeine? Hot chocolate or ghosts and goblins? Uh, hot chocolate. All right. National Chocolate Day is Friday. So these are all foods or drinks that have chocolate in them. Okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Uh, I will say you. Okay. All right, Angela. 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct, and you're going to go see Elton John, and you start now. This is a dessert. They're like in a square, and like the ends are the best sides. Like the corners are so good because they're crispy. Um, They're brownies? Yes. Um, You would take fruit and dip it in chocolate. Um, No, like you use a fork to dip it in this. It's called what? Sometimes they have it with cheese um, where you dip it, um, different things in it. It, It's Mm, in a pot. Okay, pass. Um, Chocolate chip is a variety of it. Sugar. Cookie. Yes. Um, You might drink this. Put some syrup in with this, and now you have what? Pass. Not 2%, but, oh, darn. Okay. Um, uh, so there's, like, um, there's vanilla, there's chocolate, there's, um, it's like a dessert that's, like. Ice cream? Uh, no, it's, 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 like, seconds. made by Jell-O. It's made by Jell-O. Um, 
Oh. Pudding? Yes. Um, this is a drink you drink in the winter. It's very... Oh, oh man. Time. Yes, time, hot time, chocolate. Time. Darn it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a real, little rusty coming back from yesterday, apparently. <laughs> um, Angela, do not hang up. We're going to make sure we get you some sort of a consolation prize. Fondue is what we got stuck on. That's a hard one. I saw that pop up. Like, How's she going to attack it? You gave great examples, oh, but that's a hard darn. one. Fondue's tough. Oh, I feel so bad. But that means that caller 20 right now. Now, you get to go see Elton John. How cool is that? Over at Allegiant Stadium next Tuesday. And uh, here he is right now. Walipa, it's part of his farewell Yellow Brick Road. To, uh, this is it. It's is the last show. Oh, Elton's last gosh. show in Vegas. Call her 2702-364-9400. I would never, ever say I told you so. But <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. The second you told us what you did, I was like, no, nope, no, nope, it's not going to last. It's not going to last. It's not going to last. And look at what happened. Oh, my gosh. I'm such I was such a fan of it before it arrived. I got it. I'm like, wow. And I'm talking about the air fryer. So I got one, <laughs> ordered one. It arrived last week, Mercedes. And this thing opened up Saturday. All set, we're going to cook some chicken, we're going to have some veggies, it's going to be a great healthy dinner. I take the thing out of the box first off, and it just smells like plastic. Like there's an overbearing plastic odor that's coming that's coming out of the box. Something I, I need to let air out or something. Laura comes downstairs, she's like, what's that smell? I'm like, it's just the air fryer itself. I haven't even turned it on yet. I, I take the basket out where I'm supposed to put my chicken. The basket is, I, I can't even put a breast of chicken in this thing. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And I heat it up, so I turn the thing on to go to heat it, and I'm like, it starts to smell even more. I'm like, I can't. What am I supposed to do? Cook one chicken breast? And I thought he could just throw the chicken breast in, turn it on, and leave. You got to flip it and do stuff. I'm like, this. No, it's not working. <laughs> so I unplugged it. I put it in the garage because it smelled so bad, and we ended up making some chicken on Saturday night. Delicious dinner. Here's the thing, though. So Laura's out of town, and I said to myself last night, you know what? Let me give this one more shot. Yeah. So I bring the thing inside. Again, I open the thing. It is it is so so tiny. You can't cook anything in it. Maybe I have the world's smallest air fryer. But how are people? And the, the box shows huge chicken, steaks. The thing is, I mean, I can't even cook half a chicken breast. Is it an air fryer for ants? Seriously? <laughs> Who's using this thing? I, I'm out. I, I, I just, okay, look, I know there is the air fryer mafia and they're going to come after us. So please relax. Just give me a second. I, I knew you and your personality and that's why I knew it wouldn't last. <laughs> It's nothing against the air frying uh, crew. You guys, you know, I respect the dedication. You guys love your air fryers. I just cannot get into it. I don't like cooking my food with a with a hair dryer. <laughs> it's like that's just not how I roll. But I see the amazing things you guys make, and oh my gosh, my aunt. And that's another reason why I won't do it because my aunt will not stop talking about it every time I talk to her. Have you got an air fryer yet? No, and I'm not getting one now. It's just out of pure stubbornness because you will not stop talking to me about it. I got one for you. No, I don't want it. I don't want it. I'm going to give it to you. It's my gift to you. But you know who's got to be disappointed about this was she was going to be your homie in cooking. And that is Steph. Steph, I knew. I, I, what do you think about this? Are you sad? 
I'm super bummed. Oh, I'm so bummed. I loved yesterday. We were kind of having the little bit of the conversation of how your air fryer was kind of stinky. Mm-hmm. I'm like, give it some time. Give it some time. Be patient with it. But now that I think about it, it's the air fryer itself. And you got it for free. You didn't get the best quality type of air fryer. I went back to it last night, Mercedes. This thing still stinks. Isn't that what air fryers do? Don't they just stink? Hey! But, that, but, then I'm, but I'm thinking as I'm, I'm in there, I'm in the kitchen last night. As a defender of the air fryer, I must step in. I need you to just try one more time, but I think you should try a bigger and better quality air fryer. There's so many things you could do with it. I told you yesterday about James. He cooks the best fried potatoes in it. We fry chicken tenders, chicken nuggets. I mean, everything you can do in this air fryer. And it's Oil free, my favorite. But here's the thing: so when it's air frying, it's it's. So I'm looking at it last night. I really wanted to get into it by myself last night. I'm looking at it, and so when the thing is cooking. Where are the fumes going? Just blowing out in the air in your house. So your um, house is gonna stink, right? No, actually, the air fryer it captures the smell. Like I bake salmon in the air fryer. <laughs> um, excuse you, it is very good. Okay, how does your apartment smell? Because you turn the oven on or something, you got the fan above the oven that blows it outside and everything. So oven's got fans. Uh-huh. Air fryer. It's sitting on my kitchen counter last night. I'm like, okay, this is just going to blow in, in the house. No, it must have a capturing a compartment on top of the, of the rack because it does not smell at all. And that's why one of the reasons why I love the air fryer so much. Can someone help me out? How, where does the smell go? In the air fryer, because yeah. I—that's it's beyond me with the science on that air fryer. Maybe, and just hear me out. N- no shade, but maybe there is a smell, but you're used to it. No, <laughs> so the smell has got to go. So you saying there's a cup, and you would you take that cup and run outside and release the smell in the air? Because well, this is how it works. So there's the basket on the bottom, right? And at the top, where all the buttons are and mm-hmm. stuff, there must be a fan in there that captures the smell. Because I swear to you, when we first used it, and the first time that we made salmon in our air fryer, we were in shock because there was no salmon smell. I don't know. I say take the air fryer, throw it out with the the jacuzzi and the fire pit, the, all the things that are overrated that you yes. think oh, I'm going to use this every day. And then, you know, but anybody who got a convertible car, you can drive by my house and I'll toss it in the back of it because convertibles are useless as well. What's the item that you actually thought you were going to like you were in 100 percent. You're like, this is going to be my thing. I'm going to get one of these. I'm going to use it every day. And then you just lost interest in it or it just went away. And now you never use it again. What is that? Um, Someone just texted saying, oh, my gosh, I hate air fryers, but get a pizza oven. I feel like that's going to be the same yeah. thing. You know, you're going to do use it three times and then whatever. Uh, this one says we have a Ninja XL and it grills and everything. We do steaks and chicken and fish. It does not smell at all. There's a filter inside. Ken wants to comment on the air fryer. Hi, Ken. Hello. Hey, what hey, do you know? So, so it does recirculate the smell and it cooks it down a little bit. It does vent to the outside, but you can turn on your oven. Um fan to kind of suck it out if you don't want the smell, but it does absolutely make food taste awesome. So I got to turn on my air fryer and then turn on my oven fan in order to air the place out. So well, all these things are going. Then Ken. jump one t- three times on one leg. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> There's a lot that you got to do, but it, it makes it worth it in the end, Ken, right? You, you think the taste yes, is better? Does. Yes, it does. It makes food taste fantastic and crispy. 
I like the crispy aspect of I it. I thought he just threw stuff in there. According to the directions, I'm cooking chicken. I got to flip it halfway through. I want to just throw something in and walk away. Oh, then you need to get something else. Tanya, good morning. What should he get? I bought a crock pot, and I thought I was going to use it. I thought, oh, my gosh, I see on Instagram they're making all these type of things. I've used it for two dishes maybe a handful of times in the last year. Yeah, the crock pot, that's something you can put it in and walk away from, but the key is all the prep that goes into mm-hmm. it. I love, I have a, I have two crock pots, believe it or not, and I use them twice a year. <laughs> I use them at, at Thanksgiving and I use them at Christmas when I'm making my world famous three ingredient meatballs. Oh, those are, those are so good. Yeah. It's like, that's the only time I use them, but it's nice because I put in the meatballs, I put in the grape jelly, I put in the yellow mustard. Put it on, turn it on, walk away. Come back in a few hours, they are completely done. You hear what you just said? If you're listening to the podcast, you hit that rewind 15 seconds to hear that again. Grape jelly. Yeah, they're the best meatballs mm. ever. Like, people are like, what's in this? This is amazing. I'm like, grape jelly and mustard and meatballs. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and they're good. Yeah, they're the hit of every party. That's well, what we should do for a Try Tuesday. I'll make the grape jelly meatballs for you guys. Please? It'll be easy. Well, I want to apologize. My sincere apologies, Mercedes, Don't for, ju- for jumping, on this, jumping on this bandwagon last week. I was all in. It sounds like you got kind of a, a janky one. Maybe if you get a, if you upgrade it. Yeah, I get Give it a shot. Hot three is coming up next. What do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk about. Let's see here. Oh, um, a lot of adults are doing this again because of record high rent. What is it? We'll talk about that. Also, what are the most common fears that people tend to have? And a pizzeria is catching heat for having a pizza that's named after this person. Wait until you hear who it is. It's coming up next in the hot three. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot Three on Mix Nutty 4.1. Adults are moving back in with their parents amid record high rent triggered by inflation. They just did this survey and they found that more than 1,300 adults also found that about 32% moved back home during the pandemic to save money and pay off debt. But with living wages just not keeping up with the rising costs, that's led to even more adults uh, moving back home. 18% of U.S. adults said that in the past six months they have been living rent-free with family and friends. Um, that is up 11% during the same time period last year. Could you do it? I could. My mom's easy to live with. Yeah, I could. I, I could live with her. I mean it's funny because we were talking about maybe going back for Thanksgiving and there's one problem. My husband does not like staying at my parents' house and it's not anything to do with my mom at all. It's the, the beds are very small. They're, they're very small and they're, they're older mattresses. So it's like when we sleep in this, it's like a full size bed. It's, it's small and we both sink in the middle towards each other it's so it's such an old bed so he does not like that and then also my mom does not have air conditioning so in the summertime it's like a no-go we just don't go because her home gets very very hot and she does all she can she turns on she has like a the fans and stuff but it's just it's so that never happens so i'm like let's go home for thanksgiving he's like can we stay at a hotel and i'm like i I feel so guilty staying at a hotel when we're supposed to be staying with my mom. And she she's willing to have you guys stay there. That's not the issue. She, she wants, wants you guys to, to stay there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, what do you do? Could you move back in with your parents? Um, yeah, I, I definitely could. I went, I went uh, last time I was there, it was Christmas time, and uh, it was an awesome time. The only, I had a solution, but I don't think I can do this if Laura was with me. So I stay in the guest bedroom, which is, it's, and it's, it used to be an attic, but they converted it into a guest bedroom. So it's at the complete opposite end of the house. So you have to walk through what used to be my sister's bedroom to get to the then attic, which is now a guest bedroom. So to get to the bathroom at night, it's like a hall. It's one of those walks where by the time you get back to bed, you're wide awake because you're walking so far. Mm-hmm. So over Christmas time, I went in the garage and I got a bucket and I filled the bucket halfway up with water. And so in the middle of the night when I woke up to go to the bathroom, I just went and I peed in this bucket. So I had like a pee bucket in the bedroom. In the morning, I took the bucket, emptied it out in the bathtub, and at night, filled it up again with water, and I had a pee bucket. It was so handy and so convenient, but I don't think that would work with my wife there. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. I thought it was brilliant. It's brilliant. You had a urine bucket in hmm? your room. And I put a towel around it to catch the splash. Oh my gosh, that's so gross. I, it's brilliant. It's so smart. The bucket was filled with water. There's no smell. It's like if it's like peeing in the toilet and not flushing. It was no, it was no different. It's no different, except it is different. It's a bucket. But it was, it's not a toilet. There's, a, a, there's the difference right there. I went number one, not number two. I know, but it's still a bucket. And I walk in the bath to the bath down the hall in the morning. Mom's like, what are you doing? Like nothing. Oh, my Why do you have a bucket? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Dump it in the bath. Dumped it into uh, the bathtub. And then what'd you do with the bucket? I put it back in the bedroom and filled it up the next night for my uh, for my toilet. Okay. And then when after that, then what'd you do with it? I was there for three nights and then I rinsed the bucket out. And then I put it back in the garage. Nice. It's a it's an outdoor bucket. It's not like a bucket that they're using inside or anything. It's a, an outdoor bucket. What what would they use it for? I don't know. Well, how, then how do you know it's an outdoor bucket? Maybe they just place it in the outdoors. No, I know it's like an, it was an outdoor bucket. It was in the garage, washing cars. I don't know. Oh, that's great. Your dad's like, why is the car like? <laughs> Smell weird. <laughs> I think it's very smart. That is, yeah. Okay. I thought it was brilliant. So if they had a bathroom in there, it'd be great. But if not, I got to use this bucket and I, Laura would not be down with me in the middle of the night just peeing in a bucket. Next yeah, to I wonder why she would not be down with that. I wonder why. Let me t- let me think. Um, also this morning, a new study has uncovered people's most bizarre fears. Um, researchers quizzed adults and they found some... A really weird mix of phobias just in time for Halloween. Now, of course, heights, spiders, snakes, and enclosed spaces top the list of the most common fears, along with dentists, ghosts, and pee buckets. Um, oh, they're <laughs> just kidding. Uh, in the dark. It also uh, emerged that 77% of adults have a phobia of something, with 15% admitting to having what might be considered an unusual fear. Obscure phobias include the fear of belly buttons, trees, the color red. Um, th- this study also identified some of the challenges of living with fear, with 35% worried that their phobia would make them appear weak. You have any weird ones? I don't think I have a weird phobia. Um, I'm what I think my... I mean, I have just the typical phobias, heights. I don't like haunted houses. I don't like, you know what? I don't like sponges. All those like holes, like holes. Mm-hmm. I don't like holes and things. They, they, they seem when there's multiple, like a honeycomb. Ooh. Beehive, I don't like that. Like a, like a, like a beehive. Or, or yeah, something like like that? A yeah. Like things with yeah. a ton of holes in there. What do you, are you afraid of something? Yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious because we do this all the time. It's a fear of Laura leaving her curling iron on, even though she didn't even use it. I'm always, 
I always check it. And if she does use it, she's like, oh, did you double check the curling iron? I'm like, I didn't know you used it. So it's, it's uh, I think a lot of people do it, but I do have this thing when we leave the house. I had to go upstairs, just peek into the bathroom. Okay, curling iron. She did use it. It's unplugged. Or she didn't use it. I'm, oh, I'm constantly checking to make sure that stuff is unplugged before we leave the house for dinner or something. Yeah, that's understandable. I have that same one. That's definitely, a, I don't think that's odd at all. Um, all right. Finally, this morning. So what does everybody think about this? There's been a lot of talk about how it's insensitive to dress up as Jeffrey Dahmer for Halloween. eBay even banned the sale of Dahmer costumes last week. But plenty of people are still doing it anyway because... The Netflix show is so popular. Well, now there's this. There's a pizza place in Lubbock, Texas called Capital Pizza, and they've been catching heat for a Halloween decoration that shows what Dahmer's favorite pizza might look like. The toppings include fake eyeballs, severed fingers, oh, come on. a fake ear, noodles that represent intestines, and then there's a sign under it that says Jeffrey Dahmer Special. To be clear, it's only a decoration, but it's on their front counter and it's not something that's like actually on their menu. But some people still think it's pretty inappropriate. The manager says one of his waitresses came up with the idea and made it a fun prop. Despite the backlash, though, they are keeping it up until Halloween is over. What do you think? They're getting national. Well, if you did it like the spaghetti has intestines, I've heard that before. Like, oh, it's intestines. But the fact that it's tied into Jeffrey Dahmer and he's just now back top of mind with so many people, that's probably not the right thing to do. Like maybe if they put Halloween special, yeah. that, that's still like gross and spooky and stuff. But yeah, uh, ooh, I like, just oh, looked at a picture of it. It's dis- It's disgusting. But, yeah, I think you got to be careful without this. I, I don't think going for the shock value is going to impress too many people. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here in the 9 o'clock hour, tickets for you to go see Muse, and we have them at 940. You can look at us. I'm very frustrated right now. Why? I don't see it. Mercedes, just told me so. I gotta, I, give me another second to stare at this. Okay, what am I'm I gonna, missing? I'm going to tell you guys something that will absolutely blow your mind and i just learned this a couple of weeks ago uh we've been talking a lot about the world or baseball in general and the world series game one by the way between the phillies and the astros is on friday and um steph's team the padres they were in contention there for a while and i someone pointed this out to me i never i never saw it and my mind was completely blown You know the San Diego logo, the logo of the San Diego team. If you don't, look it up really quick. Pull it up on your phone. Pull it up on your computer. Um, Look up the logo for for San Diego Padres. It's an S, and it's an intertwined with a D, right? Yeah, that's what I pulled up when he said it off the air. Yeah, I got it here. Okay. I never knew there was also a P... In that logo, that stands for Padres. You don't see the P? Where's the P? The P is, okay, see, the the S starts with the S, and see where it takes its third turn? That's the top of the P. (gasps) It goes in and loops down and out. Oh, I see it now. Oh, I see it now. There is a P in the San Diego Padres logo. It's not just an SD. This whole time, I thought it was just an SD. And I was like, wait, where is this? So we were when we were going to San Diego to see Sophie, there was a guy wearing a Padres hat because there was a game that afternoon. And I go, hey, I know this is probably a weird thing for someone to say to you, and you probably already knew this, but did you know there's a P in the San Diego logo? 
He's like, what? I go, watch, take off your hat. He takes off his hat. He looks, he goes, I've been a fan my entire life. I've never known that. I was like, I know, right? I just found out about that. He's like, that is the craziest thing I've ever seen. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to tell everyone I know that. You can't unsee it now. There's a P The P in jumps out first. Yeah. Did you know that, Steph? So, no. So, so Mercedes, she's freaking out too. She's, <laughs> she's, she's tweeting something to me and it's the San Diego logo. And she DMs me. She goes, did you know there's a P in the San Diego Padres logo? <laughs> and I'm looking. At first, I don't respond right because I'm like, what? There's a P. I had no idea. And now I'm like, I'm born and raised in San Diego. I have so much San Diego gear that has that logo. For you to tell me 31 years later in my life, I'm just mind blown. Isn't that crazy? And if you're looking at it now, did is that forgive me if that's commonly known. I I was just completely entertained by that. I had no clue. I've never noticed that. Also, I knew you had your 30th, but from my mind, you're 26. <laughs> oh my God, that's right. Steph's in her 30s. I was thinking like 26. You're totally 26 for me for some reason. Aren't you 28? Yes, 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 Mercedes yes. Mercedes is also 28, so we're all about the same age. Did you know this, Mercedes? Because uh, with Toyota, did you know the, the logo has the T, the O, the Y? It's actually all the letters of Toyota are in the logo. I did know that. That's a good one, too. Yeah, it looks like, the, it looks like a halo over like a... It just looks like a bunch of ovals, but it really spells out Toyota, which I, that's a pretty cool one. I love that one. Um, another mind-blowing fact. Does anyone have a mind-blowing fact? Uh, 702-364-9400. This, I don't know if this is like, it's just something I think about. It's like where my brain goes. So George Washington, he died in 1799, right? That's when he died. Okay. 1799. Apparently they discovered dinosaurs in 1824. So George Washington never knew that dinosaurs existed. Wait, hold on. My mind can't figure that out. So Washington died in when? Seven. Is that right? Someone someone sent me that. And I was like, wait, what? My mind just was blown. George Washington died in 1799. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They discovered that there were dinosaurs in 1824. So George Washington never even knew that dinosaurs were a thing, never knew they even existed. So our Constitution was created, what, in 17-something, right? 1776? Yes. 17, uh, so that was before dinosaurs. Our founding no, father. No, 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 no. Before just discovery of dinosaurs. Oh yes. yeah, okay. yeah. I, was like, I didn't mean the dinosaurs popped in real quick. They came after <laughs> and then they left. I hold these truths. <laughs> so the founding fathers, all the founding fathers. Well, if they lived after that, yes. Then but they when, did. When, the, when the Constitution was created, dinosaurs—they didn't know of the they dinosaurs. They didn't even existence. know that there was a, a, even such a thing as dinosaurs. Wow! Isn't that that's mind blowing? That is so crazy. I don't know. I just can't get over that one. Yeah, I'm trying to wrap my head around that stuff. Is there what, what's another mind blowing fact? Someone just uh, said you guys might find this interesting. All the Botox in the world—literally every single gram of it—is produced in a factory in Westport. County Mayo, Ireland. Every bit of Botox is produced there. Like they don't have factories everywhere else. There's only one Botox producer in the world. That's crazy. I did not it's know imported that. Imported from Ireland? It, apparently that's where it's all created. We should get in the Botox business. No kidding. Make it your stateside. American uh. made Botox. <laughs>
<laughs> USA. USA Botox. <laughs> All the way. That's, I'm still stuck on the whole dinosaur thing. I know. It, it, doesn't that seem a little late to discover that there were dinosaurs 1824? Who was president in 1824 when they discovered dinosaurs? That, that they existed? Yeah, it just seems so weird, right? I don't know. <laughs> I, I I am just so blown away still by the pee in the San Diego Padres. Oh, no. oh my gosh. <laughs> Tickets to go see Muse at 940. What else are you going to have for us today, Mercedes? You're blowing our minds. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Bye. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Taylor Swift is trending again this morning. Swifties are really good sleuths. They have gotten used to all of her Easter eggs, and they believe she's given them some spicy info in one of the songs on Midnight's. So fans think that the song, You're On Your Own Kid, they think that she is revealing the name of Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds' fourth child. Now, if you want to hear the song, this is how that one goes. You're on your own, kid. You always have been. just heard it she said daisy may so they think that that is the name of blake and ryan's fourth child either daisy may or may how did they figure it out well she's done that before she revealed the name of one of their unborn children on a song before um so they're saying that that's that's the one daisy may that's it we'll see if the swifties are right and there's so much more i'm sure we have to discover with this album little easter egg she has in there little clues little hints i mean that's so clever. Hey, I want to work your kid's name into my song. What's it going to be, Daisy May? Okay. I love that. that they have that relationship where they tell her before they tell like her parents and stuff. They, they're like, hey, let's uh, let's tell Taylor and then we'll uh, let the rest of the family know after that. So we'll see uh, what happens. But yeah, like you said, I think there's this is just the beginning of all the Easter eggs. They keep seeing more and more every day of, you know, things that are going on with her and and what she all the messages she's trying to convey. So we'll keep you posted on that. Also trending this morning is Virgin Australia. Most of us do not like the middle seat on a plane and Virgin in Australia is trying to make it more appealing by launching a lottery with $230,000 in prizes for people who will fly in the middle seat. It's like a Caribbean cruise or like a, a free flight or maybe some tickets to a soccer match. The promotion is running for the next six months. It's only in Australia for right now. But if you fly in a middle seat on Virgin Australia operated domestic flights, all you have to do is opt in to this lottery in the app and uh, it, it, within two days of your departure. For what it's worth, though, the CEO of Virgin Australia says she loves the middle seat because it gives her the chance to meet two people on a plane, not just one. And when's the last time you flew in the middle seat, Miss CEO of Virgin Airlines? Exactly. Mm, I think you're in first class, balling with the rest of the people up there. (laughs) Let's make her fly in the middle seat. She might change her mind. (laughs) And then finally this morning, Mattress Firm is trending. Do you live with a snorer? Maybe you are the snorer. Well, the company is on a nationwide search for the worst snorers in America. They're offering big discounts on beds as part of their snore discounts and worst snore giveaway. So to be entered for the sale, um, they're just asking people to post a TikTok of their snoring partners and use the hashtag snore discounts. And anyone who wants the chance for a discount, you got to post that video by November 4th, and then they're going to reward the worst snorer with a free mattress. So nice way to 
I make lemonade out of lemons, I think, on that one. And that is what's trending. Those uh, tickets to see Muse, we have them for you this hour at 940. Kesha, it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And this is Hope. Hi, Hope. Hi. You are caller 20. It's about yeah. time. Congratulations. You get to see Muse. It's their Will of the People tour with special guest Evanescence. It's coming to T-Mobile on April 8th of next year, and you are in for free. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. It's awesome. Thank you, Hope. Hold on one second. We, we've got your tickets to go see Muse and Evanescence tomorrow morning at 740 and 940, and actually this afternoon, 5 o'clock hour. Heather Collins has a pair for you as well. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.